All right, welcome to sex and the sex in the sex. This is a Sex in the City podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and my name is Evie Majumda. Welcome to the show. I am an avid watcher of Sex in the City, and I've watched every episode heaps of times. Uh, my name is Anna Wolf. I am also in the show. I am a Sex and the City watcher and I have also watched it heaps of times and I'm a comedian too. <laughs> my name's Jordan Barr. I'm a comedian. I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I am re-watching season one as we re-record. What a dream. Ooh. We are up to episode three of season one. It is called Bay of Married Pigs and... Yo, yo! Yo! Oink, oink! <laughs> Bay of Married Cops, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> um, Anna, do you want to read the synopsis for us? Uh-huh. This is an IMDb synopsis, and Anna loves sight reading. I love reading. A, I love sight reading. <laughs> it's my favorite thing to do. It doesn't consistently make me think that I potentially have dyslexia. Um, okay. <laughs> Um, legit. I'm like, and sometimes the numbers are the wrong way around. Um, uh, okay. Carrie's invited to stay with a married friend and her husband, Peter, at their beach house. Her trip is unexpectedly (laughs) cut short when she walks in on Peter, who is naked in the kitchen. (laughs) Hey, um, (laughs) back in Manhattan, she contemplates whether there is a secret war going. No, Carrie, sorry. Uh, whether there is a secret war, war actual war going on between the singles and the married the married um later on she is introduced to a guy who des who's desperately trying to start a family (laughs) he's just like shooting his sperm at different people being like please something stick um it seems that dating the marrying type guy has suddenly made her a member of a club for married couples um yeah there's a lot of cold war metaphors in this episode because i don't think that carrie knows what actually went down in the cold war (laughs) yeah she didn't go to nam she doesn't know she doesn't know war she doesn't know know, and she also grew up in like a place that like i mean yeah pearl harbor like pearl schmarber am i right why do i keep saying things in the podcast that we need to cut out later on pearl schmarber i'm leaving that in get over it hate speech over here apparently i got yeah apparently i got um uh our an instagram post we did got uh called out because i called Jordan White trash and it got um what what's it called it got reported By so it who? got taken down because like I don't know who's following us who thinks that ha- that calling someone white trash <laughs> hate is speech. hate speech <laughs> and does that mean I just can't bully Jordan yeah. like what's going White-trash on is like, affectionate. like I'm very easy to bully like Instagram needs to understand that that's a marketable yeah, place it's funny <laughs> Um, yeah, but what did you guys think of the episodes? Sorry, I just went into Instagram. Um, uh, sorry, that was, yeah, I like this one. Um, I thought it was interesting. I think all these first episodes are starting up like in, um, they're kind of like tackling the main issues of people being single in that age and like the anxieties that they have. Um, so. Absolutely. I also, it's nice that it started off with Carrie staying in a married couple's beach house. Mm. I was like, that's something I wrote down. It's like, it's really um interesting using when you kind of accidentally use people for their money yeah you're like oh, mm-hmm. this is a very convenient friendship for me because you have a fucking penthouse yeah. in the city or whatever during comedy festival yeah. like yeah. you know yeah exactly yeah i think um yeah it was yeah i had my frustrations with the episode but overall i thought it um addressed an issue well the um so we talked like last episode um Carrie got confronted with this guy who records models without their consent and then she witnesses exposure which is a form of sexual assault and harassment and we're just we're just blowing through this stuff we're just like oh this guy showed his massive dick and it's massive she talks about it being as big she as says, a pepper grinder congratulations to the wife <laughs> <laughs> I think Carrie a lot of the times gives men the benefit of the doubt, which is like she shouldn't do. Yeah. It's like he's definitely showing you his, and I think the wife knows, he's yeah. showing you his dick on purpose. Mm. And I guess if it's big, that's even worse because it's like outside of the marriage he wants 
a woman to know that he's got a large yeah. penis for his like self satisfaction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so she wakes up in the morning. I feel like sorry, I feel like I went straight into the penis exposure, but she wakes up in the morning, she's gone out to get juice and uh husband is just standing in the hallway with his penis out and it's just alarming. Mm. And having a normal conversation too and really trapping Carrie um in making her be like oh i guess i have to be cool with this yeah, and- like she's like oh hello hi <laughs> your dick's out hi-oh. Hi-oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's really it's quite ridiculous and um i feel like a lot of the marriages that they show in the general series are like kind of shit so it's like why do you even want this anyway it's just like people cheating on each other or doing shit things yeah, absolutely. And the and when she tells the wife, which like I, it was very mm. abrupt. Like I feel like I would have been like waited until later that night or I would have said it as soon as they walked mm. in the door. I don't know how I would handle that situation. But she tells this guy's wife that um <laughs> he had his dick out. Um and then she has to leave. Yeah. Straight away. I kind of I actually really yeah, I really liked the way that she told the wife, actually. Cause it, the way she was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I think I think it was good because it wasn't like, oh, it wasn't sparing his anyone's embarrassment, you know mm. what I mean? Because she was made to feel uncomfortable. And also it shows, I think it also shows the fact that she didn't really know how to take that either. Just the fact of being like, hey, I saw your husband's dick. Like, rather really? than being like, hi, Marianne, come into this room with me. <laughs> I just want to tell you about your husband's penis that he, he showed. Like, it's yeah. good. I love... I think I'm really sick of like women having to like cover up like men's embarrassment. Yeah, it's yeah. like when my when my parents have a fight or something, and my dad's been an asshole, and my mom will be like, and my dad will be like, just tell them I'm sick. That's why I can't go to this dinner party. And my mom will be like, no, fuck you. I'm gonna tell them that we had a fight, and now you're and not coming to the dinner it. party yeah. rather than like hiding <laughs> yeah, you know, totally. our fight. Definitely, yeah. absolutely. Um, and then she goes back um, to the to the city and has a lunch with uh, Samantha. Can we just talk about how great Samantha would be to have a lunch with? Yeah. She was just fun the whole yeah. time. She'd pay as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Especially if she knew that you like you weren't earning that much money as well. I feel like if you were on par, she'd be like, ah, you'll get the next one. But like, I feel like she's a friend who would like shout you or for the sake of fun, yeah. would not want to bring up finance. Yeah. Like just be like, whatever, let's do it. Definitely. She's all about fun. Yeah. I love her. And she's making eyes about the pepper and yeah. stuff like that. I think it was it was also really good just circling back to because they start off with Carrie t- speaking about her date to this married couple and they're like thirsting for mm. it because they just like want some excitement in their life. I don't know if you guys have experienced this. Like I feel like I have definitely been the person talking about like um, sex capades or whatever the fuck it's called. Oh, and and also I think I've been um in a relationship and then someone's telling me about their dates and i'm wanting to hear about it but then as soon as i hear about them having like heaps of sex i'm kind of switched off because i'm like that's gonna yeah. change let's stay together <laughs> <laughs> um, I, it's one of those things we're like oh you do oh it was oh yeah. like yeah mm-hmm. so did we yeah, totally. but now we're in lockdown and i'm exactly. tired like <laughs> all the time um definitely and i think um i like the expression that she uses when she's telling them she's like um single people always have to sing for their supper yes yeah absolutely (laughs) um but yeah after the lunch they kind of all go off in their own um storylines and we have miranda being accidentally um hooked up not hooked up what's it called set up with a lesbian woman because she hasn't come to their work function with a guy for nine months so this guy just assumes that she must be gay and like and she's also really competitive when she yeah. plays softball like miranda you've made your bed she's just wearing like um, a you know like she just like looks typical they've like done the costuming to be like oh typical person yeah 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 they've been like let's just make her <laughs> i feel like they're like we have this disgruntled character and we need this like fun lesbian mm. plot line let's do yeah. this um it's not like i mean it's it's funny because it happens to miranda but it's not like this uh this is something that we haven't seen before in television like it's a constant like trope of it like happens with liz lemon Mm. it happens with joey and friends it's like this singer it's like let's um let's it it's almost like we're supposed to laugh at it and it is funny and i do find that stuff funny Mm. as well but it is like that thing of like let's shame them for not sticking to their gender let's shame them for not like Perform- for for performing gender 
the wrong mm. way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in, and or yeah. even it was also I, assuming yeah, that they need to be taken care of because they're not like showing up to like a function with the partner or something. Exactly. Exactly. It was interesting, like, um, uh, that di- like the difference between I feel like this um episode, like this storyline with that trope, mm-hmm. kind of gay plot, like, oh, I got con- my, you know, uh, sexuality got confused, mm-hmm. and isn't this embarrassing? I felt like it was better um in Sex and City or different to like something like Friends mm-hmm. or whatever, where like it felt like. Miranda was like, oh, I'm not gay. And, like, her kind of weird shame about it was a bit weird. But the guy was like, oh, I just, I sorry, I just, I thought you were gay. Like, but it wasn't like a buzzing. Like, oh, my God, no, everything's. And then she was able to speak Mm. to the woman. And, like, the woman wasn't, like, you know, like, they weren't, like, trying to make her look really negative or anything. They couldn't. She didn't say anything. (laughs) No, well, she didn't didn't have any lines. Thank goodness. Yeah, she was just like, all right, I'll come to your dinner. I'll do everything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. She's got nothing planned on a Saturday night. Absolutely. Yeah. Why was she so... um, uh, She's just desperate Like, willing to go along with it. She's a desperate lesbian. Yeah. (laughs) Desperate lesbian. And lesbian, God forbid if a lesbian speaks. Yeah. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah, but it's still fucking... It's really Mm. bad. But I was just thinking, like, it's not as bad as, like, the homophobia in Friends. Totally. Like, which happened around the same time in terms of... I mean, look, you don't want to, like, measure homophobia, I guess. (laughs) Like, but I, where I was is just, it on the Kinsey? Yeah, I was just, I was just, it was interested. It was just an interesting, I think, take on it for like the absolutely. homophobia of the nineties. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Jordan, your thoughts? <laughs> Hi, um, as the lesbian, um, I think it was fine. I think that they really um, made way for some incredible lesbian plot lines. Yeah, they changed. They changed it. They changed uh, look, the world. nothing can be as anti-lesbian as the L word was. Let me. Know. <laughs> um, I um, have not watched the L word, so I can't speak on that. Um, but I feel like I've absorbed it through culture. Um, I don't really care about this plot line too much. I think it's really funny. I don't know. Like, I feel like sometimes I get really like, uh, I, I've been more offended by random things in pop culture and like taking it to heart way more than I did this plot mm. line. I think that it's still like within the world of um, erasing lesbian narratives or associating associating settling with um, homosexuality in women mm. as well totally. and associating difficult women with homosexuality rather than being like no they're complicated women oh and they happen to be gay blah 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 um but i think it's funny that like miranda uses her as this um as 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 a ploy to like go have dinner with these people i also feel like it's a very gay thing to be like yeah i'll come to this dinner i feel like within like um like het situations or if miranda were to ask a man to do it he'd be like what do you mean like you can't just use me like depending on the guy obviously but i feel like it's a super gay thing to be like yeah i'll come to the fucking dinner party let's do it it's literally (laughs) what happened to miranda in the episode before yeah like when she was used as a fucking uh, a beard because um she wasn't a model it's Mm. like she does the same thing to this woman whose name i don't know (laughs) (laughs) yeah absolutely she's um (coughs) sorry um it feels, yeah, like she's just trying to use it in like a career stepping move. Um, but mm, mm. I guess that's what we're going along with um, in this episode. I will say I really loved it that she just went back to the girl um, and was like, hey, I'm not yeah. a lesbian, but like this has been a mix up. And um, that chick still like hung around and was like, yeah, yeah. cool, whatever. <laughs> and they were like really getting along. And I feel like that is also very gay yeah <laughs> just being like oh no this isn't what it yeah, we're just friends it's that very much like are we on a date vibes a lesbian never knows if they're on a date um but it's uh it, it made me I, I really liked that bit because you know so often we see especially like with early 2000s 90s shows of like that foe like oh we accept it we accept it but like if someone's attracted to you it's like oh hey man don't get the yeah. wrong idea and like that dancing around that thing is really fucking weird and awkward to yeah. watch. It was like, it was really, it was kind of cool seeing Miranda just go over and be like, no, I'm not, this this, I'm not a lesbian. I'm sorry. This has been a fuck yeah. up. Um, and then they hung out and then it was yeah. fine. Yeah, know? absolutely. <laughs> like, mm. But if that guy did think that she was a lesbian, I think they could have been like a really cute couple. Because they're both, I don't know. They're totally. Just both like, I don't know. I was just like, it's a I good like match. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
They should have done what all lesbians do and just become friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are they doing? Um, and also the fact that they were all, they were playing softball. Mm. There was there was a lesbian in the in the crib, <laughs> and I could smell it. There's like there's a couple. Um, we we have a couple gays in here. We also come across the the two um, gay men who bump into. Um, bump into Carrie mm. on the street and he's like she's like I haven't seen you since you were and he's like straight <laughs> I know um which is a very funny thing to to happen Saigon. yeah he's in Miss Saigon that's yeah. a turn anyone <laughs> um and they kind of very casually ask her to donate her eggs or ask her if she's interested in donating her eggs on the street yeah you know it's weird I feel like people don't know like how an invasive it's like not easy and inv- yeah an invasive procedure and also and probably you probably need to take hormones for it too which is kind of mm. really fucked and also how in- like I know personally if I was giving my egg to someone who wasn't my friend especially and even if it was my friend but then knowing that that baby would have attributes of me it would really fuck yeah. with my head and I'd be like, that's my child yeah. <laughs> probably. But that's because I probably couldn't disassociate with that. Like I wouldn't be able to like separate that. So it's a really intense thing to ask of someone. It's cool if someone can mm. do it, but I don't know if I could. Absolutely. Um, Jordan, tell a story. I've offered my ex. To who? <laughs> Sorry. Um, I don't think she'll listen to yeah. this and I don't think, um, and it didn't actually get to her, but I um, offered my ex to who tried for babies mm. for ages and she's actually just had a baby Aww. this year, which is great. Um, but it was actually my mum who like stopped it. I thought she had told that I would do it yeah. um, because I think it was kind of like, it was kind of like this thing that everybody was dancing around or she needs his eggs. And obviously my mum couldn't, oh, actually my mum still gets her period. She thought she was going through menopause, but she hasn't yet. <laughs> she's like, <"Well>, <laughs> But mum couldn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mum didn't have any viable eggs and it was kind of like this, weird thing that everybody was dancing around so i offered but i don't think i really knew how invasive it could be but also i don't know i feel like i had made the decision not to do any research which is like i know kind of yeah. fucked up but i was also like nah. you're gonna do and it i anyway. can kind of yeah and I, I i i disassociate from things sometimes which is to my detriment mm. a lot but also yeah. <laughs> i feel like in a fucked up way, I'm like, ah, have my yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And your mom was like, no, in the end. My mom was truly like, actually, <laughs> yuck. <laughs> but I also feel like it's a it's a thing that mums probably know the reality of, like, Doing I don't that. know. I mean, I guess you're not giving birth to the baby. No, no. But I think even just knowing, like, the same thing as, like, in all those kind of law and order fucking shows where the mm. doctor, like, um rapes all the women and uses his sperm for the um you know when they're like they're they're giving people sperm donations and it was like all the one doctor sperm and then those people end up being like i'm your father like i think i think if if you had a midlife crisis jordan when you were like 45 and that kid was alive you'd probably like hold it a bit too close you'd be like yeah do you know what i mean like maybe yeah maybe but maybe i think that's the thing it's like you might not but like even just the possibility of feeling some kind of kinship towards a child that isn't yours, yeah, that yeah. is kind of yours, is yeah. kind of fucked up. There is. I do want to um, – this is a weird side. Also, has anyone ever I, – I have been asked by a gay couple to be a surrogate before as well, um, but also very non – very casually and non – like it was like, we are thinking of having this discussion. Would you be open to this discussion? Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, where are the dollar signs? How, <laughs> what's your budget? Yeah, totally. <laughs> Truly. Um, But there was this thing that came out with COVID when all the borders closed. A lot of people get surrogate parents from um, like Eastern Europe. So from like Poland and um, Czech Republic and stuff like that, like women will be surrogates there. And then the parents fly over and collect the baby and come home. Okay. So a lot of people um, have surrogates overseas for like legal reasons, cheaper, whatever. And um, usually in Eastern, especially like white American families and white Australian families, they usually go to um, Eastern Europe. And um, uh, because of the border closures, these women were having babies that they were planning on being surrogates, but the parents couldn't come pick them up. Um, And these women were just like stuck with these babies. Oh, 
for months and they're just like, well, what the fuck? And it was really funny. They interviewed a few of them and they were like, do you feel a connection to this baby? And they, both the women were like, no, like I, I care for it. I don't want it to get sick. I don't want it to be in pain. I care for it. Like I would a friend's child, Yeah, but I don't feel like it's my child. Ah, interesting. Yeah. And I thought that was just like, and they didn't say whether these women had had surrogate babies before, but it's like, not like something that you do every fucking year. Like it, Mm. like it's a lot for your body. Um, and it's like, uh, uh, involves a lot of decision-making, but I think it's also very interesting to be like, what happens, um, hormonally and mentally where you're like, Mm. ah, this isn't my kid. Um, or like, I don't necessarily feel that obsession, but then I also think that that can kind of manifest in, um, postpartum with mothers who give birth to babies that they are going to take care of that, totally. that are their children further down the line. If they don't feel that immediate, like I would die for you. Yeah. I've never felt love like this before. Then there's like intense guilt. Absolutely. I just think that, like, I just think that we need to sort of unpack this, like, Women's association with their reproductive organs, especially Mm. you know, because it's it's so complex. Mm. Where yeah, and on but also like, why would you say that you do feel that? You know what I mean? Like those women who are obviously in a position where they are, you know, like that being a surrogate is a form of income, and being a good surrogate, like Mm. if they're planning on doing this again, like, and I do think, yeah, potentially they wouldn't feel any, uh, you know, that association as in like I am their mother because the entire time they've been like, I'm not this baby's mother. I'm not yeah. this baby's mother. But think about like, as much as like postpartum ha- um, is a huge thing that happens to a lot of women, like probably, you know, half most, mm. I don't know. But like, also why would you say like, it's, I don't know. I think if you're already in a vulnerable enough position that people are like from overseas are like getting you pregnant with your, um, I mean, you know, with their eggs and, and sperm and stuff like that. Yeah. Are you like potentially in a powerful enough um position to speak up and be like oh actually yeah this is really fucked up um i know yeah. this is my baby but i do feel a weird association with it but i'm consistently um pushing that away because to accept that is that i'm giving my baby away that isn't my baby that it's my yeah husband, but they've given me money so and i'm in a vulnerable like i i don't know like but yeah. also they they if they said that that's probably true but also what if it's like they're not in a powerful enough position to be like you know oh actually yeah this is fucked but well but then, yeah, and how much of it is self-protection as exactly, well? Mm, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Because also, if you if this is your form of income too, you want to be a good surrogate. Like you don't want to be like speaking, and <laughs> the the owners or the parents of the baby will be like, yeah. Hang on, said, you just said <laughs> that you 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 love that baby. Are you going to sell a baby? Like, give us a baby mm-hmm. and like that panic and I don't know. It's just like it's just it's such a complex thing. Don't mean yeah, and especially for women especially for mothers especially for surrogates especially for people who are adopting babies especially for the people's people whose babies have been adopted it's such a fucking complex fucked thing like all of it even yeah. childbirth, you know your own baby that is your own egg it's all fucked like and Absolutely. i think like, in terms of like we need to have more open discussions about it and and be as open like you know childbirth can be so traumatizing mm. like for a lot of women it's like so Definitely. traumatic we should all speak about it because this honey like honey blossom like glaze over childbirth and the complexities of what it is to be a woman and have a womb and all it's that fucked. kind of stuff is kind of fucked and there's so yeah. many myths and and I feel like once we lean into one aspect of it we only lean into that aspect we're like mm. oh a mother's a mother's instinct or whatever mm. and then it's like oh there's only a mother's instinct and then postpartum parents are like well I have postpartum so I don't have that like that nest I'm really depressed I have horrific depression because of this and then it's like oh well you're a bad mother and then it's like no you know postpartum so that's like the thing Mm. it's just like it's such a broad thing yeah definitely I think it's yeah definitely and what does Carrie actually say to respond to this guy I can't remember sorry I don't know I forgot what we were talking about but also Um, again to say all this I'm not a mother I'm not a mother I've never had a baby I don't know what that feels like I've also never lost a baby I've never had a miscarriage like I don't know what any of that I've never carried a baby I've never adopted a baby so my my perspective is pretty minimal except for the fact that I have a vagina and a a womb yeah definitely um (laughs) 
apparently, but um, what does Carrie keep telling us? <laughs> I think she uh, does protest too much. Carrie must say no, right? She's just like, no, this isn't happening. I think she kind of like it brushes it off mm. and is like, we'll catch up. <laughs> we'll yeah. have a chat about it. Stanford's such a good like friend at this moment. He just rips up the card and puts it in the bag and doesn't talk about it. And I think that's like a really nice, just being like, oh my God, like, all right, moving on. Definitely. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. And um, on the other hand, she starts, Carrie starts dating that guy that um, her kind of couple friend set her up with. And it's interesting, the portrayal of like the fun couple, um, just because she goes to lunch with them and they're like, <laughs> he's an idiot. Like, um, and he's just like, no, she sucks. And it's like, that's what it's like to be like, she's like my best couple friends. Um <laughs> It, it's so funny that as well because a lot of those times those couples break up and you're like I wonder yeah. why they broke up they're such good couples and they're yeah. like oh she was consistently calling him an idiot and he was consistently like <laughs> cheating on her you know what I mean like, yeah, it's just yeah. So funny. they're like Carrie you want to get married and um they set her up with this guy who really wants to get married and has his like sight focused on that um but she's just like quick to turn off that and which is totally fair it's like yeah you'd want to um try it and maybe she's like put off by the fact that he's so driven towards um marriage but she takes charlotte and samantha to like a dinner party where it's all just married um married couples and mm. i think it was good in their exploration of um because she has a moment where she's like looking through the couples and she's like everyone was just like at peace and doesn't have fear um but then that's quickly overturned because like samantha talks to some guy and um his wife comes up and is like excuse me alan or like whatever his name is and is like i need you over here <laughs> i love your perspective of this woman <laughs> it is so annoying though like i feel like it's yeah. so infuriating i feel like i've done that once and i've also been the recipient on that totally too. and also the same when guys are like oh well my girlfriend um and i'm like no oh i wasn't God. hitting on you i was yeah. just literally having a conversation with you and you're like yeah well my girlfriend says a lot that a lot because of my girlfriend and i'm taken and my girlfriend and i'm like oh my really? god Come on. fine i'll get my hand off your dick jesus <laughs> oh are you okay. stopping sex now yeah yeah oh okay now you don't want to fuck <laughs> um, i i also really loved seeing um samantha just like talking about finance with this guy and i mm. kind of imagined her just having like a whole nother group of friends that are just like three finance men who are like, hey, I'm out here. <laughs> yeah, totally. So much mystery to Samantha. And the way that this woman, this wife is dressed is hilarious. She's wearing like pink on pink, um, a cardigan, pearls. Yeah. yeah. Like mousy brown hair. Like they were just like, let's just make her look like a yeah, waspy and like a drib you know <laughs> but even like carrie's outfits change when she's dating this guy because she's like wearing a cardigan and like collared shirt and stuff and she's just still yes. like we were just walking around town like talking about homes and like other stuff and it's just like such a big contrast i guess i need to set that up to make it like a win in the end but um but yeah it was funny how she went from like you know, tiny dresses and like fun stuff to just like, um, just cardigans and like polka dots and shit. That's true. Also, mm. Carrie's hair. I, okay. As much as I was like, okay, Harry, why doesn't Carrie, um, keep her natural hair, blah, blah, blah. They mm. change her. Her hair looks so good blonde. Like it honestly, mm, like totally. if I was a friend and she fucking dyed her hair blonde, I'd be like, oh my God, you look amazing. Like yeah. your natural hair is gorgeous. Sure. Absolutely. But the curls with your blonde mm, and the honey nice. is like so warm and nice. Yeah. And like, I'm like, yes, you look fucking good. That's a look. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But I think it's interesting, this whole um, sense of like, oh, being single, you know, married women get all possessive and crazy mm. over like single women talking to their husbands. I don't know. It's interesting. Like, do you, do you guys, have you ever experienced that, you know, being women being like, oh, this girl thinks I'm out to get her man or whatever, or vice versa? I'm sure I have, but I haven't felt it. Yeah. I feel like I really don't want to be that person. Maybe sometimes I feel like, um, the, 
yeah, I feel like in this relationship I've become less insecure and like um, I used to be like that with my ex-boyfriend, but I feel like there was definitely like founded reason and that's the worst when you're like, oh, I suspect something and then um, it's actually true and you're like, oh, cool. So I should just like trust every like, um, you know, paranoid instinct that I have. Um, but in this one, I feel like, yeah, when I'm paranoid, it feels bad, but then also sometimes, um, it is true. So then you're like, what do I trust? But I feel like going, yeah, it's a hard one to navigate because you don't want to be that person like that. Um, the woman. I feel like if you're in a kind of shitty relationship or you're, you're being gaslighted by your ex or your ex has betrayed your trust. Mm. Um, of course you're going to be fucking paranoid about shit. Like, of, of course, course. Yeah. like that. And I don't, I don't think that's unfounded i think when people are like why would you trust me it's like because you've actually cheated on me like, that's <laughs> yeah, why I yeah like, the last time i trusted you it turned out to be like i was an idiot so yeah definitely. yeah yeah i, th- I feel yeah. like if yeah along what you were saying on i feel like if if you if paranoia is plaguing um every conversation that yeah it's just it's a bad relationship or like mm. there's something that you need to fucking figure out if you're <laughs> if you're fucking scared of them talking to anyone. <laughs> like Yeah, definitely. Um, or go to therapy, whatever. It's up to you. It's also funny that they go to this party because they think that he's gonna have all these single friends. And where is um who's not there? Miranda. Mm. Miranda's not there. Um, and they go to this party because they think that they're going to have like this, like single gals, like meet all these like single guys. Um, and it's just a whole lot of married people. And Samantha realizes that she's fucked. <laughs> so yeah. And she's yeah. Wasted. I love this. This some drunk Samantha. Being like, I fucked the guy. Yeah. I fucked him. I fucked that buddy <laughs> over there. I fucked him. I was just like, that's so good. And her, mm. Yeah, drunk Samantha was fucking amazing. And like she yeah, I, I just loved her disdain. I loved mm. her. And also I understand when she like did that tipping over of oh, I'm just gonna get wasted. Like she slammed down her drink as soon as that woman woman was like, This is my husband, you're a slut, get away from him. Yeah. I was like, Yeah, I would do that to her, but like fuck like, off. Fuck like, fuck you. Well, yeah, do you guys feel like you get paranoid with stuff like that? Or do you feel like you're not paranoid, but just like um concerned with um but I, I mean like if you're in like a lesbian relationship are you like is does it feel like uh, i'm just like oh i'm just like i feel like i'm so like heteronormative and being like oh well you know i guess girls are on my radar scum. That's yeah what what'd you say um, no. <laughs> <laughs> i just called you head scum that's oh. <laughs> head scum um, yeah no it, yeah it's definitely different because you're just like uh, what are you what the fuck who are you going to be jealous of? Everyone. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Every single person. Kind of at a around. certain point, you have to just kind of like let it go. And also, I don't know. I feel like um, flirting happens all the time. Like it and, it, and it can mean, it can happen within friendships. It can happen within like, it's, you can't be, um, policing every single moment of that and also you can't you can't police who's attracted to your partner Mm. um and in the end it just comes down to like either whether you guys are fine with being loose in the relationship whether you have some level of openness or not or whether you are monogamous and you just have trust and yeah that's a whole conversation but it is like yeah i feel like um yeah you're right it's like (laughs) i don't know jealousy is different within queer relationships mm-hmm. because it's like what are you gonna what are you gonna do yeah it's like she's my best friend from like year six what are you gonna do yeah um, it's <laughs> like if i hugged jordan and kayla was like get the fuck off my yeah <laughs> yeah exactly especially yeah, because like um speaking specifically about like women or like and like queer women um i mean we're just like so much more affectionate than men are mm. in relationships and uh, yeah i don't know it's it's hard because I don't want to like gender things too much, but then gender does exist. But it's yeah. like, like if I saw Kayla being really affectionate with friends, I wouldn't give a shit. Whereas if I was in a relationship with a man and they were being really affectionate towards women, I think that it would gripe me. And I think it's because of growing up in the in head. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a really interesting perspective because I think um, even my friend was talking about the other day where um, the guy that she's seeing has like heaps of girlfriends that he's just like um, close to just because they're like, you know, they're like a close friendship group and he thinks that it's like, um, yeah, like possessiveness shouldn't be a thing that we have with people. And um, 
And then it's like, yeah, that he has heaps of girlfriends, which I'm like, that's a good, for me, that's like a cool sign because it means that like guys that can have girlfriends is a good thing because I hate guys that have like no girlfriends at all. Um, mm. I also think it means that like guys who have no girlfriends definitely objectify women more. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yes. It's like you'd way rather someone with girlfriends. It's just like getting over this. If you're like thinking in the age of like sex in the city and like even now, I guess people get um, jealous over that kind of thing. So it's just like, I guess, about the trust in the initial relationship itself. Yeah. yeah. What were you saying? I interrupted you about to say something. You like, uh, I, hand. um, I, I remember but, um, but I think that was just that's just like a thing that hopefully it's a thing of like sex in the city that we can just kind of overcome that feeling of jealousy but it's also like sometimes guys are shit and they do like break your trust so it's just like I'm trying to figure out what that um yeah level of trust is it's also exhausting because the amount of times I've been right about stuff, you know what I mean? Mm. And right about stuff on like to a crazy point where I'm like, this is literally just a fucking hunch. Like yeah. it's just a hunch that this maybe happened or this is going on or something's mm. not being said. Like it's just a hunch. And then it, and I pursue it more and it turns out to be true. And I that's when I'm that. like, and it's so annoying. Cause it means like, I'm not fucking paranoid. I'm just right. <laughs> like, I, well, I yeah. am paranoid, but I am correct in my paranoia. And that's where, that's where it becomes really difficult because it's like, well, you know, my, me being jealous or whatever should be unfounded. It should be silly. But then when it's not, mm. it's kind of like, well, should I be jealous about this? Should I be jealous about this? I don't Everything. know. It's just a fucking, it's a, but also what an exhausting way to be in a relationship. Exactly. I like, feel like it's like I a, find it really hot when other girls or men or whatever like Alex. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. Really hot. So, <laughs> yeah, totally. I think it really comes down. I think it's sort of like endless questioning if there isn't that initial trust because I've been in like both relationships where it's like, yeah, we can still have conversations about like jealousy and that was something I had to overcome for ages in this relationship. Um, but I feel like it's a better place now and also it keeps coming back to like um me like anything that I've ever thought um not that I've ever really had suspicions but it's just like any kind of hunch has never been true and it's like time and time again it's just like I can trust this because I just feel it in my gut that it's like not a um thing that I'm just being foolish and trusting whereas it was really different in my last relationship feeling like um yeah like I, w- I was having a hunch and then being told it wasn't true and then it was tr- and it's just like that kind of like gaslighting mentality just makes you feel like you can't trust people again yeah yeah and it's really hard to come back from that that's Mm. um when um you uh you guys were single did you ever feel like you were like sort of broaching or crossing a line with anyone absolutely because i did it all the time (laughs) literally the amount of times the amount of times i've like especially when I'm drunk and I'm horny, yeah. I literally go after people. Like I've men, women, anyone. <laughs> I'll be like, uh, literally I will, I, I've t- uh, two times. I'm so embarrassed to like remember, but like literally full on hitting someone when their partner's at the same party. And like, are we talking about beating up people? I always get no, into no, fights no. when I'm drunk. <laughs> crossing the line i'm literally like like, bashing the head against the counter i'm just like what's going on bitch it's really hard to me like look back on that it's It's embarrassing um and i went unconscious uh no but i yeah no i've definitely done that and i was probably much younger yeah i I don't what happened with the partner like what was the fall was there any fallout that you knew oh uh no no i i when it was a dude i think they had a fight a little bit because yeah. I was like I literally took off my bra and I was wearing a see-through top and I was, like touching <laughs> my foot like I was like Nyeh. like it was so I think I was like 21 or something but it was yeah. just, like, so bad so bad yeah and the other one was at uni and it was when I was drunk and I was just like full-on calling this girl up being like hey we should fuck and and then her boyfriend called me and was like fucking talk to my girlfriend again like blah 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 and I was like uh, and I called up her again I was like yeah we want to fuck you and me like was so, that was awful that was I got blackout drunk and I couldn't remember that um but yeah I got for that because I went to the same uni as the dude and but yeah. also like lol you're so insecure when like a drunk like bitch is like calling your girlfriend being like let's fuck um yeah Anyway, so I've had some embarrassing moments, and that neither <laughs> of those things were appropriate. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, but I've definitely, I think I've definitely been the messy person, but only mainly when I'm drunk. I've never like mm. gone after someone sober who's in a relationship being like, you and me should meet up. Like I've never done that. <laughs> <laughs> I've, it's, yeah. I've definitely been like really flirty with people at work and mm. then their partner will come to work. And especially when I was single <laughs> or something like that. And, I, and then suddenly I'm like, uh, yeah. especially when I was in hospitality, I just, it was so much fun. And I remember in like one specific case, I was like, like starting to be like, I'm really attracted to this girl. And then her partner came to work and I was like, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and like, even when, even when um, she came in and was like, hi, and was like, oh, you're Jordan. And was being so friendly in my mind. I was like, oh, you're Jordan. <laughs> but i think that's because i was sober most of the time and like also scared of my own sexuality yeah at work yeah and hospital you have to flirt it's the only i like i do that even in relationship with alex i flirted with so many people people the village where we're like "Mm -hmm." it's like they're like "Mm -hmm." like yeah yeah absolutely i think in those in those times, sometimes maybe it can be like, not that you're even a- actively going after someone's partner or anything, but it can be like that kind of tension of like, oh, single person that's, um, or even if you're not single, even if you're in a relationship and talking to someone else that is, um, there's that tension, but that it's also like, I feel like that's just ruined for me after like the one night of like hanging out. As soon as they start talking about like a fight that they've had with their partner or like, um, some I kind of get more of like a 3D understanding of who they are as a person. I'm just like, oh, like you'd probably be annoying to be in a relationship with anyway. And um, it would just be difficult. I also feel like people that go from like one relationship straight to another, um, I don't know if this is describing anyone, any one of us, but like it can definitely work if you just go from like one and then meet someone else and like instantly get into the next relationship. But I feel like if that happened to me now, I wouldn't want that because you kind of need that period of just like breaking up with someone, like realizing who you are and then choosing who you want after. Absolutely. You've got to be alone. You got Serial, okay long-term relationship alone. people are a little freaky. Sorry. If yeah. You're oh my God. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I um, actively, yeah, wasn't with anyone for like, I mean, I fucked, pe- I fucked a bunch of people, but uh, I um, yeah, yeah, wasn't with different. anyone for like, yeah. But I, hey, um, but I wasn't yeah. like I forced myself not to be in a relationship. Like I sabotaged yeah. something like relatively okay with someone because I was like, oh no, this is like mm. feels like it's going towards that, and I don't. I know, mm. even though I kind of want that, I know I don't want that. Mm. And also, totally. I wouldn't like I date. I was in a relationship with a serial monogamous, like my first mm. relationship, and I yeah, you don't trust those people. Don't trust no. Because they will leave you for someone else. <laughs> like, yeah. Something from you that when you can't give it to them, that's when they go. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And it's like instantly yours, they've just set up their life with someone else. And it's like, when I look at guys like that, and even girls, I guess, but I feel like I know more guys like that than I know girls. Um, but it's like, yeah, instantly into, onto the next person. And then it's just like, oh, they're wonderful. This is great. And like, this is my next relationship for the next like three years or whatever. It's just like, what are you doing? Who are you? just like it, yeah there, i know a couple but i also yeah i know um a couple girls who've like not been without a boyfriend for more than three months since they mm. were 15 yeah. and that is like you can't especially when you're like coming into your like satin return like jesus oh, christ no. <laughs> i'm in my satin return now i think and i'm just like am i doing everything right am i like rowing mm. enough for it well you brought the pandemic onto us Irvi, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you've done enough welcome. actually <laughs> so why would you want to consistently be in a relationship like oh I'm like i'm in a relationship now and i really like i feel like i've fallen into this and it's it's great but i'm also like oh my god imagine if you're single and you're just like mm, like no responsibilities just mm, can fuck anyone like no issues like i probably wouldn't fuck oh no i would fuck a lot of people i think but like i you know like imagine like why would you want to just consistently be in a relationship yeah like jesus mm. That's also like, why would you yeah. want to get married at this age? I'm like, why? Like, oh why are you God. like committing to the rest of your life? Even if you, I love Alex so much and we've been together for like fucking five years, but why yeah. would you be committing? Like if he proposed to me, I'd be like, no, because I mean, I'd probably be like, yes, just for the fun. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's also like, yeah, I'd be like, I'm this it's like you write best- someone else's name on the paper, <laughs> yeah. so it's not official. Yeah, I'd be like, this is the best joke of my life, is me getting <laughs> I was saying the same thing to John. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, oh my God, imagine if I got pregnant just for like the lulls. Like how ridiculous people yeah. are like, oh my God, honest, pregnant. 
Oh, it's just so disgusting. It's just, it would be it fucked my, up. It would be so fucked up. It would be like a baby having a baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's fucked up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, guys, we forget. We're, like, getting – it's, like, it was, like, pretty normal when I look at, like, stuff. Even, like, in Sex and the City when they mention um, 24-year-olds and stuff, it's, like, I keep thinking of myself as, like, a 21-year-old or, like, something. It's, like, it would be ridiculous, but it's, like, a lot of people I know that are older than me had ki- had a kid by now. It was, like, 25, yeah, yeah. 26. Um, and not even my parents. I'm talking, like, in between, like – just people like who are my friends who are a bit older than me. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Same. And I'm also like now, now that I'm this age, I'm like, why, why guys, why'd you do that? Do you panic? Old. Like, like what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. Do it. <laughs> I do. Take I think, it back. Take it back. Yeah. I think I've, I've talked about this in the podcast further down the line, but like I, I have a friend <laughs> who whenever someone gets engaged, I immediately, then we know I immediately message her being like a waste of a life. <laughs> totally. Why not? It's fun. And I also think it is. Um, <laughs> I just think you're crazy to get married. Anyway. I, <laughs> no, I mean, like before, this is also speaking as myself where I'm like, I don't think that I'm ready to get married until I've like had a major career change, lost a loved one. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like someone has to either have been there with me through it all, or I have to have gone through something really fucked before I'm like ready to be like, okay, now I know life. <laughs> you have to like need to get married. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like that's why like so many people who are already financially stable and own a house and like are in their jobs that they mm. want to be in for the rest of their lives. And like, mm. then they're like, oh, what next? I guess we get married. Yeah. Like, you need something. Like you need yeah. something. Or, you know, like I think my brother got married to my um, sister-in-law because like, they were like, I just want to get married to you because this is what I want for like the rest of my life. And I'm sure of that. Whereas I don't have that surety about anything. Like, yeah. you know I, mean? I have no idea. Like, and especially like my boyfriend's a baby too. You know what I mean? Like literally mm. I call him my son. Like he's like, <laughs> he's, like my little like boyfriend. baby slash like uh, boyfriend. Like, it's just weird. Boyfriend. This idea, like we have a really fucked relationship in terms of both of us treating us, each other like, uh, like, well, he doesn't, I just treat him like my son also yes. like my yeah boyfriend or husband but like it's just like all a it's all just like a joke you know Mm. and then just he's not ready if maybe if alex was like super rich and like (laughs) yeah like maybe then but like or i'm like what's the fucking point yeah i think it's a financial thing as well Mm. where it's like i think it's a really financial for me as well because it's just like the first thing i if anything um the first thing i'd want to do is like set up the other shit like have enough money to like if I could ever like afford a house maybe like save for that or like um afford it's like that I just feel like um for me my parents expectations would be like you're obviously like marriage first um doing all this stuff but it's just like with what money like I just I can't afford to like have like a twenty thousand dollar wedding or like that's like Mm. cheap that's like doing it on budget it's like yeah it's like yeah I can't afford like a 50 grand wedding with like the type that I'd want or whatever and then also have money left over for like a house or like if I wanted to have kids to like afford that so it's like yeah firstly I just want to get the other stuff done but it's still this like lag of um societal expectation and especially like migrant expectation to get married first and then um and then do that but I think a lot of the like in terms of like um some like Indian backgrounds like migrant backgrounds it's like both it's just like a really sometimes it can be really um trapping because it's like maybe uh you know like uh I guess like the the notion of like parents paying for like a lot of the wedding and like doing the whole like you know families getting married so like all the wealth comes together and it's like throwing a party for your kids kind of thing where it's it's like if you're slightly different from that like my parents are just like one person's working one's not and then also if you're marrying someone who's not particularly rich then it's just like where is that money coming from and maybe we should just lower that expectation because other stuff's more important like having a fucking place to live and like um you know like all of that stuff so it's just like constant conflict of like this archaic notion that you should be married for some reason which is not true anymore not true and also if you if getting married is like for me it would just to be have to have a wedding because mm. i think weddings are really fun. fun oh yeah. a thousand percent like i would love to just have a wedding that would be so yeah much fun. Like, <laughs> absolutely but the thing is if i'm just getting married because i'm like i just want to have a wedding <laughs> like what yeah. an expensive party like what and also yeah. that doesn't mean 
Like, if I really wanted to get married for the sake of just getting married, I'd be like, yeah. let's go to the fucking town hall right now when you and me will sign a paper and then we're going to be locked together totally. for the rest of our oh, lives. But that, that's not what I want. I just that's want a big party. I want, I want, like, I want people. Yeah, yeah, I want people to make a speech about me. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And to be like, and to be like, well, let, we love each other. Like, that's fun. But I could do that at a party when I'm drunk is just, like, grab mm. a microphone and say that I love my partner. <laughs> you know? well, I think that's Definitely. also part of it as well. Like, part of the reason we're like, uh, marriage is probably because we're all performers too. Mm. It's like we have our days of being, like, the centre of tension 24-7. <laughs> and so, like, exactly. like, whereas, like, other, like, not to be, like, women do it for attention, but it's like this is such a – um, important moment and it's so nice to have because regular people don't get that all the time whereas we are constantly getting people like nibbling at our ego and like fertilizing it along the way you know that is so funny like even me walking down the aisle or whatever <laughs> I could like literally, I'll just put that in a sketch yeah, and yeah. A wedding dress. I can literally have that I'll put that in a sketch of me in a wedding dress and I'll make myself look fucking beautiful and then i'll make it yeah. like done yeah. like that's a yeah, show yeah, yeah. that's a show yeah it's not just about 525 on the comedy festival registration <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. you guys have to pay like 25 bucks a tick like, yeah. to get in yeah <laughs> for my wedding actually that yeah. would be a really funny concept show for you and pat today. i think i am gonna do it now <laughs> I think that's our next show after the one that was supposed to be for this year. Yeah. Honor, honor and pack and marry. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, I can't remember what we were up to, but Samantha and that chick having like that standoff. And then Samantha goes back to um, Charlotte's apartment and fucks the um, security guard guy. Like, oh my god and he's like where's he from is he like I he's irish he's irish and he's like I yeah because the touch of the woman flesh <laughs> oh my god that was the funniest moment of season one so far <laughs> charlotte's oh. like mm. charlotte's like always so confused i feel like she's like such a like um low-key bitch without meaning to be like that guy is like i see the woman's touch and she's like you know that face that she does and she's yes. like i'm gonna go to the toilet and when I'm out you better not be here and then she's like later a baby. on he's just like I can't get this and then um like later in the de- in the in the episode she's like he, he's like your friend never called me like what happened and she's like and then like walks inside it's just like bitch <laughs> you have anything to say <laughs> she, it's like it's like if you saw one of if I saw one of my friends behaving like that towards someone I'd be like what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, yeah. If you guys were just like, blah, 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 blah. I was just like, and then like, like walked inside. Brow, like, oh. Yeah. I feel like her furrowed brow is like her one expression. Look guys, I get it. I mean, like if oh, you were friends, you were friends <laughs> of with course. Samantha, <laughs> if you were friends with Samantha and she fucked this little Irish boy, who, boy, man, he's of age. Of age. Yes. Um, and which is the funniest thing ever. And also I love that actor did such a brilliant job and the oh, writing is perfect so and the funny. directing is fucking perfect. It yeah. added an obscurity to Sex and the City <laughs> that we have not seen yet. And it was fucking phenomenal. Good. Like that should get an Oscar. Wait, um, which bit? That, like just that, that whole bit of that man <laughs> yeah. being like, oh. and she's like, hi, got a light or whatever. And yeah, then she like fucks so him and he's like, funny. Oh, sorry, I haven't felt the touch of a woman in such a long time. Yeah. Like so beautiful. But I think... If I was Charlotte and like, like, cause you would just be like, I don't know what to do with this. She's not going to call you back. Mm. She's my friend. You're this man. Also Charlotte's, Charlotte's a fucking wasp. She's classist. Oh, She's yeah. like, you're the doorman and I'm a woman who lives in here. You can't, we can't be having these conversations. Totally. She's so wasp-y. Yeah. She's a fucking wasp. Anyway, I <laughs> understood their response. I just thought. Yeah, it was fucking funny. It was so funny. Mm. I loved, I also like, I I love um, the when you're really drunk and you go home and then you're persistent with something. I've done that so many times, especially yeah. when I was single of just being like, uh, like going home and lying down in bed or someone putting me in an Uber and then I just end up fucking back out somewhere or I go yes. meet people or I go stay sleep with someone somewhere random on Tinder and I'm just like ah. like you feel like <laughs> it's like the cheekiness of a child so yeah, much fun definitely <laughs> so fun and her coming back down oh my god no. also thank you for everyone in the world for giving me for being like a skipper when I'm drunk like literally the amount skipper? of time like just consistently calling someone at like oh. night time, being like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Like I've literally, when I was like 
21, I did that. Mm. Like I was like, really? Oh, yeah. I expect a call. Yeah, you haven't called Irby. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I probably will. Yeah, like, fucked it now, no, Irby. Irby. You know what? Yeah. You this. What you'll see, you'll see me at comedy festival. I'm like Skipper. Getting- what? I've never heard <laughs> from you, <laughs> Skippy. Um, no, Irby. Literally, I will get drunk at comedy festival, and I'll probably be like. I mean, let's talk. I'm like, but you don't even you don't yeah. just do that. Sometimes you call, and you're like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Hey, I'm talking to her. Oh, <laughs> that's with friends, though. Yeah, that's with yeah, friends. Yeah. I was talking about fucking Irvy, but like, <laughs> but I, but I mean, yeah, with friends, I, I, I always call people. Fuck I call people all the time. What? Well, call me <laughs> once for once, bitch. I'll call, you, call, I'll call me you twice. Once. <laughs> You'll see me in different. I'll call you once, being like, "Hey, Abby, how are you going?" Oh, sorry, I'm just topping on my mic. Can you just hold for it on for a second? <laughs> like ten seconds later, I'm like, oh, "Sorry about that." Um. Anyway, yeah, I'm just walking home. Like that's literally a phone call from me. Cool. Or it'll be me at drunk. 4am at the comedy festival be like hey what's going on do you want to fuck <laughs> like literally <laughs> i can't wait you don't want either phone call either phone call is bad <laughs> and the next day i feel guilty but then i forgive myself way too soon i'm just like whoops it happened you should you should like, forgiveness I- is the key That's definitely um and after all of this after samantha fucks his doorman miranda mm-hmm. Um, has her? She gets with Skipper. Oh, she gets with Skipper. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he wait—is this the luminous one? Was that the episode before? That was the episode before. Oh my god! <laughs> I think Miranda has a thing in this. She's no. just around. Yeah, Miranda's. Yeah, around. Miranda's around. She has the Charlotte plotline. No, Miranda's mm. got the gay plotline. Because I read here. Miranda, oh, that's yeah. right. I wrote yeah. Miranda. You do seem pretty gay. <laughs> she, she does. does. She, she does. Um, but she. Miranda has her gay situation um, and has to be in a couple to like get anywhere in her corporate life. Um, and Carrie needs to be some, but like breaks up with a guy and they just end up at the movies together and they all look fucking great. Oh yeah. I yeah. forgot about, I forgot about Carrie and her trying on this kind of relationship yeah, with this yeah, guy yeah, that yeah. she's not attracted to, which is so funny when he's kissing her passionately and she's just kind of like looking away, thinking about whether or not she finds him attractive. Oh. I've been there. I've been, I've like, been there while someone's fucking me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if this is for me. <laughs> oh my God. Literally looking away being like, ah, do I like this guy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've been there. It's, We've been um, there heaps. Yeah, look, I like Carrie. And I like Carrie being straight up with the dude, being like, look, I don't think this is for me. I was trying this on for size, which is a really insulting thing to say some, to someone, especially if you were invested in a relationship. Oh, which you wouldn't want to hear that. You wouldn't be on the opposite end of that. It's literally happened to me where I was dating this guy who, yeah, this um, Doctor Who looking guy. And he, uh, yeah, he gave me like a, a chocolate Easter bunny for Christmas. Uh, not for Christmas. Probably weird. Um, for, <laughs> for Easter. And I was like, oh shit. That's when I realized like this guy's like way more invested in our potential relationship than I am. I was just really, mm. oh, and it just fizzled out because I stopped talking to him. <laughs> so bad. Um, but fizzling out is the best way to end. Oh I God, used to absolutely. find it frustrating and I used to feel guilty about it as well when I did it. But now I'm like, mm. it's better than ghosting. It's better than um, a breakup that doesn't need to be a breakup because it's not really a relationship. Totally. Oh my God. Sorry, you guys. Fine. My mom. Is that the <laughs> Sex in the City theme? No. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not that obsessed. I'll call her back later. <laughs> but also just one more thing. The um, And then that man talks about he doesn't understand. Well, this is the other thing. This is the media's fault for brainwashing this guy to think that all women want to do is get married and have children. And mm. in order to be the perfect man is to be ready to get married and have children. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like if I went on a date and this guy said, I'm going to make this room the nursery one day, maybe. And then like put his eyes, eyebrows up or something. I'd be like, I'd be like, like that's so not attractive to me. Exactly. Um, It's a big dick and a big fat bank account. Mm -mm. Totally. (laughs) I guess like Carrie's, Carrie's never says explicitly like she needs to get married and have kids. It's just more that she just wants a guy that um, is like respectful and like loves her and stuff. Um, yeah, so absolutely. I guess that's fine. And all, but I think mostly it's Charlotte that's like annoying in this situation because she's like, mm, like, oh, great. I really want that. Like to everything that he says. And then she's like, and then Carrie's over 
over voice voiceover thing is like um so soon they went a couple of dates and like she's looking all waspy with this guy and then it's like and then they took a trip to china and they mean like the actual just like glassware or whatever um and charlotte's like uh just fully dumps this guy for like wanting like a i don't know like <laughs> some plain plain like pattern or whatever and it's like she was an english rose and he was just a scum so um, <laughs> break up. no but okay, like charlotte where do you get off no but if you played after she dumps him like you know that song that's like i'm a boss ass bitch bitch bitch, yeah. bitch. it would yeah, yeah. create a different meaning you'd be like yeah that bitch knows what she wants like or if you played like shania twain's that yeah. not me yeah. much. Uh, uh, yeah, i think um, it totally I'm, I'm i think up till this point we haven't seen yes but we haven't actually <laughs> up until this point we haven't seen charlotte being like we've only we're only up to episode three this is like a mind fuck for us because we've like recorded episodes after this and we know what she's like but um up until this point if you didn't know i guess that's fine but um when you see what comes after you're like seriously you're gonna let this one go after uh, all the shit that you go through after yes very true and also yeah i guess i give no but i guess it's great because similar to like samantha having that moment a couple episodes of her being like oh actually i don't just want a guy to give me head and be like oh can you leave mm. she's like oh, i want a little bit more than that but yeah. i think it's charlotte being like oh maybe i don't just want to like marry the next like thing that walks, person like yeah walks, like i actually do want something really specific and that's why it's totally. been hard for me to find a dude and i just need to come to terms with that but also yeah get over this like knight in shining armor because like what if that knight in shining armor doesn't like the same tea set as you or whatever like that yeah yeah. you mean something which is fine but you need to come to terms with that too that you're specific and also like how how often are we like just like not really been attracted to someone and not really known why and then they do something like not like Mm. the same plates as you and you're like oh see ya yeah (laughs) totally that's it (laughs) but also i think it's it's pretty ironic in terms of her being like all i want is this and this and then she gets and she's like i don't want that and i think that's well you know as it goes on with the rest of the season like what Mm. she wants is very different to like what you think she would want definitely yeah a lot of the characters yeah absolutely um and she's flawed like everyone yeah we're all flawed hey guys what do you give the episode um i give this one maybe more like a 6.5 just because um i think it's good in its exploration but it's a little bit like um doesn't really get to the heart of what they're talking about and yeah i don't i think there's like some loose ends that aren't really tied up that well mm-hmm yeah, I, I kind of regret giving the last episode a six because I'd probably give this one a six <laughs> and the other one a seven. So, but I'll give this one a five then just to like yeah. work with my grading system. Yeah, five is good. Five is good. I think I'd give it a six um, uh, for the same reasons that you guys have discredited. I think, yeah, I think that it kind of like scraped over some stuff and then I think that like it did that classic thing that we talked about last episode as well where it like makes this conclusion and then jumps to something else and then like Mm. completely undermines itself along the way which is very funny but also like also humans I don't know but yeah six happy with six yeah like nothing really the plot doesn't really progress yeah like nothing that interesting happens also Miranda isn't in it a lot yeah like i don't know we just need a bit more we need a bit more friendship time too i think yeah yeah, yeah. and Definitely. it had that classic thing where people um kiss to see if they're attracted to someone which i think is such a tired bullshit thing because it's like that doesn't happen well yeah well or attracted to anyone yeah. as well where yeah. it's like let me test this and then they kiss and they're like oh no that's not it like there was nothing there like, but there it's nothing like there. what do you mean yeah. like you you can't like suddenly like yeah i think that that's that's fucked you're not gonna just be like suddenly like fucking like sold and like horny after like touching lips awkwardly yeah, yeah 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 yeah. if anything like a wet lip with someone you're not attracted to will make you way it's less attracted worse. to them than you even were before because exactly. you'll be like Ugh, why did i do that it's like if we touch <laughs> anuses or something it's like it just makes it a thousand times worse and yeah. she's just like completely used this lesbian as well she's totally, just like, strung her along yeah. Yeah, and they're like, oh, finally, let me just use you as my, like, sexuality. Mm. Oh, no. 
I'm not well, attracted the only to in, The only intention for her to kiss her in the end is just because that guy is like, um, oh, we really are hoping to put a lesbian couple in our portfolio of friends or whatever. And then she's like, exactly. maybe I'll give it a go just to see so I can be like make partner or whatever she does. The Republican tokenism. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that he's not a Republican. Like, it's not tokenism in terms of having a Republican in the episode, but it's funny having Republicans um like try and have a diverse group of friends to kind of fit totally. a mold and like maybe make up for the fact that they voted for like i was gonna say voted for 9-11 but that's what, they <laughs> well, that's what they did that's what they fucking did i mean that's what they did that's a touchy subject because it's a sex in the city and they've got the twin tails in the opening um i mean republicans trying to like yeah make up for the fact they don't give a shit about anyone yeah of that kind of yeah exactly okay well thank you for joining us follow us on instagram send us an email um and follow us all individually on instagram as well interact with us we want to know if you're listening please suggest us to your friends who watch sex in the city or suggest us to your friend who's been meaning to watch sex in the city yeah maybe someone who's just like a bit lonely and wants some friends yeah we're we're awesome we're like fun (laughs) We really are. That's good. I'll drunk call you. Okay. Yeah, that's a promise. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.